Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey there. Oh, wait, I did it wrong. I did it backwards. No, you didn't. Um, no, you didn't. Oh, John, what was that look? That look was because you peaked like you were oh, okay. flipping in the audio. <laughs> like, hey, hey. Like, hey, that was like uh, uh, neutral milk hotel levels of distortion <laughs> just from like clipping. I was like, whoa. The only girl I've ever loved. Um, hey, 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 we make some crazy money. So here. that's why I made that face was because I just like had to look. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name is Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey there. And Randall Nolery. Hey, folks. And we've got the trio back together to talk about some video games. Trio How are you guys doing tonight? Wonderful. Doing all right. Nice, nice. Yeah, we're all sipping on a few drinks here. I'm sipping on a little gin and coffee, which uh, I don't know if it's... Well, I was going to say I don't know if it's the best combination, but I really like it. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and, yeah I've, like. been up, it's a I've been bit up since 5.30 stretch. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I've been up since five. The, the 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 bitterness of the two flavors mm-hmm. complement each other, in my opinion. It's just yeah. like the I don't know the botanical and the and the bitterness. The juniper, yeah, yeah. Yep. It, I don't know. It works. It works pretty well for me. But uh, but I guess since <laughs> we'll we're talking about having a few drinks or whatever, I might as well uh, mention uh, our. But I guess we mentioned our buddy Mikey on the podcast pretty often. <laughs> That's I don't like that parallel you just drew. <laughs> Well, I just he came over and we had a few drinks. <laughs> That's okay. what I was gonna get at. <laughs> yeah, yeah but our, our buddy Mikey. Yeah, speaking of the biggest lush we know, uh, no, but our buddy, uh, our buddy Mikey. Uh, it's been a long time, probably a really long time since, because like Mikey was in a band, is in a band with John and I, and most of the time when we would hang out together, we're like all hanging out. So it'd been a long time since just Mikey and I had hung out, and I was hoping John could sync up with us, but he was only able to actually swing by during the day, which we'll talk about that. Uh, a little later uh but yeah mikey swung by and we had a few drinks and uh yeah later in the evening and after having some food and we just played some video games and mostly just passed the controller around and nice. on some single player stuff and we played a little few hour dvd for a little while i just wanted to show mikey nice. like hey check out this game that our buddies made and then uh we played some snake bird which john you and i talked about a while ago on the podcast i don't think you had played any but we had mm-hmm. kind of just like gone over the mechanics are you familiar with the game at all randall uh, obviously like, i didn't list episodes because <laughs> <they're really laughs> nice. that's all good it's all good it's like a <laughs> it's like a side-on like puzzle game like grid based tile base where like you're moving like one space either up down left or right at a time and then like you're you know it's like the game snake like every time you eat a piece yeah. of fruit you extend by one yeah. grid space or whatever and then as long as any piece of your snake bird is touching any part of ground like that will ground you like you gravity won't take effect until you're not touching any ground and then you'll okay. fall off the ledge or whatever you're kind of on like little floating islands um but yeah we played like the first like five or six levels we actually played up to like the secret level that i got up to for like the video that i made on mm-hmm. our youtube channel for uh snake bird and it's like this challenge where there's three different snake birds and you're just like floating in the clouds and there's this like giant like dumbbell that you have to like somehow figure out a way to like snake your like literally snake it up there you gotta like make staircases out of these snakes and like climb your way up but like somehow figure out a way to like always be connected to solid ground which is why you have to use this dumbbell thing to like hook it to something Mm -hmm. at the top and shimmy it along so that you can latch yourself onto that like we couldn't figure it out but it was like one of those games where like 
Mikey was just staring at the screen going like, I fucking hate this game. And we both were like, this is so frustrating. But like, you just get so determined to beat the level. Like even like, and again, like by the fifth or sixth level, it is like fucking impossible. Like to the point we mentioned it on the other episode, Randall, but like uh, they made a sequel to Snakebird, if you will, but it's called Snakebird Primer. And it's actually like an easier version of Snakebird. It's like, oh, here's like a tutorial. Like if Snakebird was too hard for you, which is really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I, I have played that as well and it's definitely i think we even mentioned that on the podcast too it's definitely like a nice like at least the first like i played about the first world of that and was like okay this is like easing me into things and like okay this feels more like what i was expecting because it's got this really bright colorful like cheerful presentation but i love the facial expressions of the uh, snake birds (laughs) yeah pretty much pretty much and then uh, i did want to mention too because i have we mentioned it a few times now on the podcast quite a few times uh samurai gun 2 um, mm-hmm. And this game is still in early access, but it's coming to Switch eventually, and it's coming to uh, all sorts of platforms, I think. But right now, it's just on Steam in early access, and they just added another new like character from outside of the game relatively recently. They added like the Among Us crewmate. They also have wow. Minute and uh, hmm. from Minute, and they have Anna from uh, Spelunky or hmm. Spelunky Two, for that matter. Wow. Um, but yeah, they have two other characters that they're kind of like swapping between. But like Mikey and I were, you know. Uh, we recently had a session over at Mikey's, like when our buddy Glenn was in town. I guess recently, it was over the holidays, but uh, we played some uh, Towerfall, and it's kind of like a similar game to that. Like it's up to four players. There is like a, I guess it kind of, totally similar. Like there's a versus mode, which is kind of like the core mode of the game, if you will. But then there's like a, especially with Towerfall, they added like that DLC, like Dark Dark World Ascension or whatever it's oh, called, yeah. uh, where it's like kind of that cooperative campaign. Um, yeah. so it's kind of, it's kind of super similar in that regard. So I was just like, Hey, Mikey loves Towerfall. Like he's always the one like really pushing us to play that, which I had a blast playing oh, yeah. that over at Mikey's. I, I actually, I really have never played Towerfall much competitively. Like every time I've ever played at Mikey's, he's always like, let's play the, the co-op campaign. And I've never really played much competitively and I really would like to, and I really would like to play Samurai Gun with more than two people. I've only ever played me versus DJ or me versus, uh, Mikey and I played with his once our uh, the guy who did the pixel art for yeah. our pelican and frog yeah um, but I've never oh and I played with uh vacant code as well who just joined our discord recently but I've never like played more than just one-on-one like showdowns and I feel like it could get so crazy I love those single screen oh like, yeah arcade duel you yeah. know I feel like for a little while there was like a big boom of those coming Nidhogg, out uh, and like all those type yeah of exactly yeah yeah yep. like just that like straight like kind of simple really focused almost like game jam style like yeah. here's a here's like a mechanic and he, it, this is how it works and square off you know no, but nothing else no fat yeah yeah but samurai honestly. gun 2 is samurai gun 2 is so cool because like every character has like just the subtlest they're actually pretty distinct but like it you know that on the surface they seem like they all kind of feel the same except there's like a couple that are like very significantly slower or you know or faster for that matter but like I don't know. I, I just am blown away by that game. And my, Mikey, we rare him and I rarely agree on games, maybe even less than John and I. So <laughs> this was like a, a situation where I was like, man, if, if Mikey's into this, like we kept kind of doing the same thing of like one more, oh, one more. Let's play another. Nice. Let's nice. play another. We just kind of kept playing. It's it's really fun. And it's always just, a good sign. Yeah. And it's it's just le- it just leads to those moments of like, oh, shit. Like you get that last second kill. And if it goes down to like a tie where you're both down to your last uh stock or whatever it goes to like a showdown stage where it's either like all in like you're all invisible and you can just see your like silhouette in the rain or Mm. uh you can just see your like shadow and like the on the horizon with like a big like uh kurosawa sun in the background like it's uh it's just so cool it's one of the most stylish games around and to be honest 
I will say the Among Us character, it feels like they just kind of slap that in there as like, a, oh, they got this huge game to be like in their game. But like the level they made for the Among Us stage is incredible. Like there's all these like little puzzles you can solve. And like the even the Among Us character, like Mikey loved it. Like you could, you have to like swipe your card on like the terminal before you on like these terminals and like plug in the code in time. Like it was, it was really that's cool. Sweet how much that they put the theme awesome. in from other I was games. Say, it, like, it was that's like unbelievable sweet. how much they got. Cause yeah, the Spelunky level is the same deal. Like it's like, and even on the minute level, I don't know. They might've changed it now actually, but it used to be like, there's like a little crab like wandering around on the level. And if you killed <laughs> it, you actually got credit for like getting a kill. If you killed that crab. So you get like one cheap freebie. It would never respawn. So it was like, it was just like one little freebie you could get, but uh, it's just so cool. Even one, one thing we noticed that I didn't know before, like if you go in water, which there's not much, but if you land in like a little puddle, then your gun doesn't work anymore. Like you can't shoot until you die <laughs> after that. Like there's no way to get it back. Really, really cool. Like all huh. the little touches in the game are just it's so subtle. But like, I don't know, I I, I have a feeling I mean, people are going to always be playing Smash Brothers, but like I have a feeling this game's got some legs. I, I really think Samurai Gun 2 is going to stick around and, and have a nice competitive scene. I, I really hope it does. Uh, but yeah, I hope when it comes to consoles, it it blows up even bigger than it already kind of seems like like i was i was actually able to hop into some like just random matches online which i hadn't been able to do before so oh that's that's encouraging that's cool yeah yeah it seems like things are getting getting smooth and polished up and yeah it's it's yeah it's a it's a fantastic game and and speaking of games that are smooth and polished up and fantastic (laughs) why don't we uh talk about a little grapple dog here randall i know you and i i've dug deep into grapple dog to the point where it's another game that i can add to my list of uh games that i've beaten this year yeah baby you've Um, been on a roll i've been going nuts lately yes you have (laughs) that's awesome it's been feeling awesome and i I didn't such a good zone it's so good. It's so yeah. good. And this is one of those games that, like I, you know, I am obviously we're talking about how I'm kind of in that mindset of like wanting to plow through and beat some games right now. But this is yeah. one that really kind of sucked me. And I talked on oh, a yeah. uh, recent save it for the cast episode about Flynn's son of Crimson, about how that game really kind of sucked me in and pulled me into the adventure. Mm-hmm. And this was like kind of the same thing. Like it just like, you know, it's just got that overworld map and it's you just it's got the whole package. You know, it's, it's not such like a Kevin game. Let me just yeah. say that on the front. Say this is such a Kevin game. This is like I was playing. I'm like, I told Tina, like, this is this game's made for Kevin. Like every aspect of this is a Kevin game. I was going to say in, in what regards <laughs> or in any particular regards or at least any in any one specific regard, other than uh, the fact that it's I mean, obviously, I, I love 2D platformers. 2D so, I mean, that just challenging goes platformer with like a lot of like twitch control and like momentum and and like really bright colorful graphics and like a pretty pretty banging soundtrack too like i just think really there's a lot banging of kevin, soundtrack a lot of kevin elements here yeah that soundtrack i guess since you just mentioned it uh off the top i wanted to mention how it's like it's really got some like WarioWare vibes to the soundtrack like yeah. it's all like the kind of like there's like a not vocals per se, but there's just like pe- like characters, not characters like, but there are, yeah, there's like vocals in the background like ah, I want to get into it and yeah. like you just <laughs> start like, the machine. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I, the whole the whole stream I was doing the first when we were doing like a first look, Mork was hanging. There was a bunch of people hanging out. I just kept going start the machine, <laughs> and I I couldn't stop like every single time. But oh, it's so fun. And even like on, when you're in the second world, like the beach zone, there's also yeah. like the get steady man get ready man i, I don't know what they're saying but that's like, that's what i'm picturing in my head they're, they're just like getting g- some like genesis vibes from yeah. like the soundtrack too though like it yeah definitely was giving me some of that like 
90s attitude era Genesis game vibes like Toe Jam and Earl or like some yeah. of the more like feisty Sonic levels or something. Like yeah, had like, a little bit of that. Say- Sega soundtracks have that like funk injected yeah. to them a little mm. bit. And this this definitely has that like funky funkiness. And and you mentioned the difficulty off the top. I, I actually wasn't expecting this game to be so tough. I mean, I knew yeah. it was gonna be a challenging uh, you know, some precision platforming going on, but man, it it gets really tough. Yeah, like um, pretty quickly, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, there's some I, challenge I, there pretty early on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I went through the first world with like a relative level of ease. I, I yeah. don't want to say ease, but, you know, got, yeah. got through it pretty decently without having to, you know, without too many stumbles along the way. But yeah, by the time I got to the second world and then the third world, and I don't know how how spoilery do we want to get here. Um, I don't know how spoilery. It's not spoilery per I, se. I'm but not really worried about spoilers in a game like this, to be honest, but... Yeah, and and to me, it's like it's it's almost not a spoiler because it's such a cliche to like have like oh you you beat the fourth world you beat the last world and then oh there's the Doctor Wily zone sure. um, of like a whole extra world but like again yeah there was a whole extra world and I but even when I saw it, like oh if this is if after world one I was like and everything they show up front I was like man if this game is just four of that and you know ramping oh, yeah. up difficulty I was like I'm all in and then oh yeah when I saw that there was a fifth zone and then there's actually a like a uh, like kind of trials zone after that which is like super challenge levels which I think there's a <sighs> there's a few less of those but yeah I really like how like you know if you're at what I don't know how to explain it because like the the levels are really open-ended when you're going through them the first yeah. time we were talking about this in the discord a little bit uh Dylan in particular uh Dylan Brown games like we were talking about how um like the first time through the levels you kind of feel like you you, you want to explore you're like oh I see some oranges which yeah, are like the coins like I better go over this way can. yep yeah or there's like five gems on every stage and then on top of that yep. if you get there's 250 oranges in each stage and if you yep. get up to 220 it's kind of like Rayman Legends style like yes you, then you get like an extra gem I think it's like at 100 and then 220 or something 220, like, or maybe yep. it's 150 or something but yeah. so you don't have to get them all which is nice but you're like, oh, there's oranges over here. There must be a secret over here. And so I really like how it breaks up. Like, so for example, after you beat the first world or maybe it's just after you beat a stage, it unlocks like a time trial version of the stage, which is the same stage, but it just straight up takes all the oranges out of the stage. Like, so you're really just, they don't distract you at all. Like you really focused and the levels feel completely different. Like, cause you're just totally focused on like get from point A to point B and I didn't do all of them in the first world, but I did a few of them. And I mean, at least compared to the Donkey Kong Country Returns games, like those games on the first level was like, I can't do this. I can't do this time <laughs> yeah. trial. You have to be like barrel rolling at all times. It's perfect jumping. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you had to do like the Wiimote shaking oh, on the yeah. original Donkey Kong sure. Country Returns. It was like, there's no chance. We're like grapple dog the first like two or three that i did i was like okay i got it on my first try but it was like relatively tight and i know yeah. uh our buddy Morcalb was saying that they get pretty tight at the end and he's like the speed runner extraordinaire in our discord oh, yeah. so um if he was saying that things were getting tough then they definitely are but yeah there's i don't know it's got an interesting like probably one of my few gripes with the game is the the way the running mechanic works like um, and I, yeah. I wouldn't even say it's a gripe cause it almost, it needs, cause like you, you basically have, we haven't even really talked about the mechanics. You basically just, it's It's called grapple dog. So obviously you're just a dog with a grappling hook and you just like <laughs> uh, anything that's like blue in color, you can essentially latch onto and you can right. essentially shoot your grappling hook either directly up or at a 45 degree angle to the left or the right. right. Or and typically like you're doing the 45 degree stuff. angle. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it also kind of like auto targets if you're like sort of 
you know, pointing yeah. at a balloon. Like you can, you can clearly see like an arrow or like a, a cursor that kind of pops up. Yes. It's really, it's got a really nice like UI presentation. Yes. Um, they do have some nice accessibility options as well, where there's like, uh, they have like, you can turn on infinite jumping and infinite health. So there's like a way oh, to that's cool. make the game easier, especially cause yeah, some of the, what, what I didn't expect was like there to be like these huge sections where you're like grappling from like, especially in the later stages, you're like grappling onto stuff that once you grapple onto it, you can swing like once or twice before it crumbles and falls. Ooh. And you're like, oh man. And like later in the game, there's bosses that you're like, it's a giant dragon. And you're like, you literally have to like grapple along the parts of it while it's flying through the air. And like, there's a few times where like the level design, there's like snakes maybe chasing you. And it's like, man, I have to be swinging back and forth, but there's like this heat seeking enemy chasing me around. It's like, it almost like doesn't work in a way like it, like some, it can be a little frustrating at times. Cause like, man, I need to build up my speed. Yeah. The game is it's, like, it's, it's more, it's more like they gave priority to momentum over like precision when you're slower, I would say, which can be yes. a little bit tough. If there's like a, if there's like a tight section with spikes or snakes or something else, you're probably going to get hit there. At least that's been my experience. Yeah. And uh, you know, I've got a lot of gaming under my belt and this game came naturally to me, but there's a lot of times where I'm like, shit. So you get five hits per kind of like checkpoint area. But there's a lot of times where I was down to my last hit and I'm like, okay, thank God, like the checkpoints right here. Cause like I'm, I'm taking shots. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't mess around. The enemies are, are all pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, some of them are just more like kind of helper, like the crabs. They're not actually enemies. You just kind of ground pound and yeah. they flip upside down and then they're like trampolines. So a lot of the, you know, environment cool. you got to use to and, and yeah, the, the level design is kind of more like almost Yoshi's Island or even like yes. kind of Sonic style, like really open ended, yes. a lot of exploring around. But then again, when you switch up the the mindset even just and say, hey, I'm playing time trial mode or even to be honest, like when I'm just going back and playing the levels, like combing for the one or two gems I missed yeah. on the stage, like the purple gems, like. When I'm going in with just that one goal in mind, I find that I'm having more fun on the levels as opposed to when sense. I'm just trying to get everything yeah. on the first playthrough. So it, it's interesting in that way because, yeah, I am finding that I'm just having and, and just you kind of know the lay of the land a little bit. Yep. Um, I'm just finding that I'm having a little bit more fun in that regard. But, yeah, I love the pixel art. I actually was reading oh, a yeah. thread of uh, the developer, uh, Joseph. It's either Gibbon or Gribbon off off the top of my head, I don't know. This is actually the first game published from a uh, super rare originals. Are you familiar with super rare games, Randall? Oh yeah. Yeah. Another basically like limited run type of publisher. Of That's what I thought. A yeah. lot of like switch games in particular, but I know they publish other stuff too, but yeah, now they're getting into publishing, you know, original games as opposed to just reprinting things that had never, you know, or, or printing like things giving- that were only digital before. Now they're like, okay, we're in the, the business of helping produce these things. You know? Yeah, and their opening lineup is amazing. They started yeah. off with Grapple Dog, and then they have this other game, Gecko Gods, that looks really cool. It's like this 3D, like uh, just platformer puzzle adventure, kind of you know, kind of looks like Rhyme or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but then they have this game called Lone Ruins, which is from the developer of uh, Hell Is Other Demons, which oh, is okay. an amazing game. And Lone Ruins, it was originally called Robes. There's a version of it. I don't know if it's still up there actually, but they made like this just this random game that they're working on on their uh, itch.io page that they and uh, all of a sudden they're like oh robes by the way is now lone ruins i think that's the name it's like a super generic name so i'm always like is that is that the right name um but yeah there's there were two up post void which has been out for a while on pc but it's going to be coming to consoles it's like a first person shooter from the uh, team that made sea salt which i was i talked about that on the podcast a huge fan of that game um and i forget what the last one is but yeah they're they're just like 
coming out the gates hot with oh, all yeah. these games. Like I was already kind of anticipating. Like Grapple Dog's been on my radar for a while. Uh, but yeah, reading Long that time. thread. Uh, I kind of got sidetracked, but the developers said like during the course of uh, Grapple Dog, they played like 70 different platformers and like had that. it all documented. Yeah, that was yeah. so cool. I was kind of surprised that they said that their biggest art inspiration was Yoshi's Island because I kind of see it like with the bold outlines, but it's like it doesn't have I, I don't know. It feels way more Sega to me, like you were saying. Well, I see um, some like like color scheme wise. It feels a little bit like Game Boy, like early Game Boy Advancey to me to some degree. Yeah. Like <laughs> a lot of yellow, That's a, good point. a lot of like neon almost type of color scheme thing going on. And Yoshi's Island wise, I'd say like in a level design, you can certainly see there's those kind of little bit secret areas we can tell like, oh, there's a little bit of like a indent to where you yeah. well, maybe I can walk over there and I'm not seeing the full picture of like what's hidden behind. Oh, there's a gem. So yeah. there's some of that happening too, which I, you know, I'm always a sucker for, even though it's a bit of a trope these days. Yeah, but they I will say in Grapple Dog, I think they did a really great job of like not necessarily telegraphing those secrets, yeah. but like enough to where you're not like, let me slide against every wall Mario style and see if there's a, an invisible one here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just found it to be at times a, a tad frustrating because of the there's no run button. So you have like a little momentum meter that builds up almost like Mario three style, although that only builds up when you're holding down the run button. Right. But like sometimes like there's some really even just like the simplest jumps in the game are pretty fucking tight if you aren't in that run mode or whatever. Yeah. And so there there are a couple sections where it's like, man, it can be a little frustrating to like get your momentum in yes. going. So like if if you like in the way it it's nowhere near to the level of how how much I like get frustrated with how Sonic is like stop and go, but it does have a little bit of that feel of like where you have to like kind of oh, once you get your momentum kind of grinds to a halt you're like oh man i gotta get gotta get moving again yeah i think that's fair yeah especially if you're trying to get all of the secrets the the momentum is is absolutely key <laughs> that's yeah. how you're gonna get them yeah but but it's a really awesome game and the overworld's it it's amazing really like the top down like you you sail around on like a pirate it's ship so and like every every level has like its own like distinct um you know little diorama that you sail around yeah. to. like it's uh it's just so good it is it's um, very good and there's so much of it and the levels are big and like yo, there's a huge. ton of levels it's like oh, there's so huge. much there yeah they're huge like the first even the first level time trial i think was like a minute and a half so that's like when you're trying to blaze through the level as fast as you can they have like the challenge time set at a minute and a half which is right it's pretty meaty yeah um but yeah, really fun game. It was honestly everything I hoped it would be and and a little more. Uh, I, I know I mentioned a few frustrations, but yeah, that's any game. You're always going to have yep. some nitpicks here and there. And I guess uh, real quick before I toss the ball, uh, literally toss the ball over to you, toss Randall, I did want to give a quick shout out to uh, another grappling hook game that's in the works. I checked out a demo on a stream for this game called Rusted Moss, mm. uh, and it's uh, from a developer, FaxDoc, and there's a few other people, and they actually were hanging out in the stream while I checked it out, uh, which always has me super anxious and nervous whenever the developers are hanging out but it's also super cool um but this game like takes the grappling hook mechanic and totally it's a to it does it in the complete opposite way that uh grapple dog does it in the sense that it's like all momentum based in the sense that like it's kind of like an elastic tether if you will so and you can also tether to anything including like enemies so they'll be like you know like the enemies in like a metroid game and this is like a metroidvania platformer like run and gun shooter kind of game yeah uh like a twin stick platformer shooter kind of controls. At least with a controller, you'd play like uh, keyboard and mouse controls, I guess. 
uh, ideally, like right when I booted up the demo, actually, it's like we recommend keyboard and mouse controls. And they, they were hanging out in the chat, like I said, the developers. And I was like, sorry, guys, I'm playing, <laughs> I'm playing with the gamepad. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. And like, we actually ended up finding like a couple small little hiccup bugs in the demo. So they're like, oh, sweet. Glad we found those. So, yeah, I'm um, just with like some of the options that you can select. But, yeah, it's just so cool. Like it took me a little bit to get the hang of it. And I still feel like like the demo is like almost like a good hour long. Like it's a really good slice Jeez. of like life of the game. Um, but it's just got such pretty pixel art, which is no huge surprise from like anything I've checked out from Faxdoc before is just so uh, it's just gorgeous. And like it's got a really great soundtrack. Just it's got a really, really cool setting. And it's actually got a pretty cool sense of humor, too. I wasn't expecting it to have this kind of like a little bit like I, I don't know. how. Like it's just got this like dismissive attitude in a way like or like the main characters are just kind of like, eh, no biggie kind of thing, like in a way that it's just kind of I don't know. It's just got a cool tone to the game that i didn't expect i thought it was going to be this like really serious game right um have you ever uh seen or played knuckles chaotix that's exactly I, where my head went yes thank you like I'm, that like, but I'd, uh, I'm glad chaotix. i'm not the only one bringing up weird ass games like that <laughs> well what, what is it it was what a, it? It was a it, 32x I'm... game and on the uh, start it. screen it's uh, chaotix featuring knuckles the echidna welcome to the next <laughs> level in 32x mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> just a but it, it's it's got like a, it's a really weird kind of like metroidvania like uh sonic game yes. where you play as the knuckles chaotix where it's knuckles the uh, Oh God, Charmy B. There's the alligator dude. I yeah. couldn't tell you the names, even though oh, I own the oh, game. Oh, jeez. Okay, like, I, I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. Like more like side characters in the Sonic universe, but they yeah. it's you play as uh, with co-op. You have two people, and like you are tethered to each other, kind of like you have rings that are kind of like bound in the but like it's elastic, yes. so you're not a set. It's more of like the as you stretch like a stretch armstrong like it snaps back so you use yes. that momentum to launch each other through yes. like interesting levels. it's that sounds pretty cool actually it's it's really cool in the concept but like the game itself is a nightmare <laughs> like, yeah it is it is like like this game here like i i was not able to execute any of these moves but mm-hmm. i saw them like tweeting little clips and stuff of the game They're like because you can so you can even use like the grappling hook to like you can basically like grapple onto the ground and yeah. then like back back up, pull yourself backwards and yep. then let go and then start like using that to like sprint faster and like clear like a super long jump. Mm. Like it's it's just so cool. And uh, yeah, just a really, really, really cool game. I'm really excited to see more from this one. Really. I don't know. Just wanted to mention it since it's another grappling hook game. And I feel like we just can't get enough of those. I'm always down for yeah. for a grappling hook action. I was just playing some webbed that spider game. And that's one of the coolest grappling hooks I've ever come across in any game ever. Period. Nice. So, um, but yeah, why don't I toss the uh, the pigskin over your way, Randall? The pigskin ball is in my hands now. Gross. <laughs> I don't like this. That is gross when you think about it. I, I never really like think about that when I say it. Yeah, that's not that that's I say it, it often. But. Uh, so I'm going to talk about Retro Bowl, which was uh, initially apparently a mobile game. I didn't realize this before, but it was. And then just very recently, as the time of recording, uh, got ported to Switch. Nice. So recently that the developer is still updating it like, oh, there's no like uh, stiff arm in that. I'm going to like update it and make like running a little bit 
better. So he's still like working on it. Um, as in, as in, it wasn't in the original game, or it wasn't in. It's not the, in the Switch, Switch version. One. That's okay. all. I, that's all I know. <laughs> I haven't played yeah. it on mobile. Okay. Um, but Retro Bowl is basically just like to set the stage. Think like Tecmo Bowl or Tecmo Super Bowl from the mm-hmm. NES, but widescreen. But then yeah. streamlines where it's only offense. You don't play defense. Ooh. So during the defensive possessions for your team, there's just a text box saying like, you know, a player was sacked or like this player was too slow first down. Like and then it, but it happens really fast. Like and Oregon Trail style almost where there's yeah. just like almost like a scroll of this is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And just text boxes pop up and either, you know, your defense stops them or they get a touchdown and go for an extra point or, you know, two points or whatever. And then you get the ball back. And besides the initial kickoff, you don't actually return the ball either. You get the ball on offense after kickoff, essentially. Okay. That's, that's like, it's streamlined where the majority of the time, all you're doing is playing offense with your squad. So. Do and do you have any agency on defense? Yeah. Uh, or I, I was going to ask if, like, do different teams have different, like, defense stats? Or is it always yes. just like, okay, yeah. Okay. Big time. So the reason this game sucked me in is going to be a huge shock to you guys. Because <laughs> you can manage your <laughs> roster and go into kind of a general Ooh. management mode Ooh. where uh, you can select yes. the players, offense or defense. So you get 12 spots on your roster that you can choose from. But there's also a salary cap. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Is it is the presentation exactly the same too? So it's like, like yes. Final Fantasy 1 like menus. Yes. Oh, that's Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. That's amazing. 100%. Yes, it just is besides being widescreen, it could easily be shown on an NES. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. 100%. Yes. Um so yeah. So, yes, you get 12 players on your roster and you get to choose the you get to build your roster, essentially. So what they recommend when you start is you start with kind of a crap team that's just starting out and your 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 players aren't good. Your coaches aren't good. They all have individual ratings, one to five stars, and they gain experience after each game, too. They Mm -hmm. also have their own morale percentage that goes from, you know, zero to 100. And that, you know, based on that morale percentage, they're going to play better or worse. Um, So you have 12 slots. You can choose quarterback, running back, wide receiver, offensive line, kicker, defensive lineman, linebacker, or defensive back. And you can have multiple of any of those positions. It wouldn't be recommended to have multiple quarterbacks or running backs necessarily because, you know, in football, one of them can be on the the field at, at a given time. But say like those defensive positions, you could have multiple. And then those players are kind of like key players that gain experience. If you don't have those positions, it kind of defaults to kind of a below average CPU player that doesn't gain experience that just kind of fills in the needs for the, you know, 12 players or whatever on each side of the field, essentially. Okay. Um, but you have to manage your roster to stay under the cap. And as you re-sign these players, they get more expensive. So that kind of brings the salary cap into play. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Ooh. And you can trade them for draft picks. There's a whole draft process too. Oh my god. Uh huh. Uh huh. You see why I'm I got hooked yes, by this. Absolutely. Yes. This is a valuable <laughs> oh, yeah. game to a T. Like in every aspect. Yes. 
And it's even like slicing up the action into like, you know, like just breaking it up into play some offense. Now do, you know, to let the def- I don't know. It just seems like it's pacing it out in a way that's like a little more bite-sized chunks. Oh, and what's what's amazing is because they've streamlined the football essentially like you're just playing the fun bits you know which i i'm a sicko i'll play defense and have fun but for most people they just want to play offense right that's the fun the most fun part well especially if you're like maybe trying to play through a whole season in a game like that or something like yeah exactly you just kind of want to maybe play have a little more agency but not play every play in the game maybe yeah um but you know even even how they've streamlined playing offense if you touch the analog stick that automatically starts the play hikes the ball and you're you're in a passing play just immediately that quickly <laughs> just just touch the analog stick hike players are running and then you have to find them but the way the cursor works to pass to a player is is like um think like a like an NES or SNES golf game where you have like an arc on your ball to where you want to hit it and you're aiming that on the fly, but you only have a few seconds before you get sacked. Right. So you have to make pretty quick decisions on who might be getting open or not. And if, if there's a star above a player, like one of your wide receivers, that's actually one that's gaining experience of a star above his head and you'll know, okay, that guy's probably going to have better stats than an average other player. And he's more likely to get open on a play, but if he doesn't, I better figure something else out. Um, yeah, or take this the sack. Seems so complicated. It, it is, but it, you make the, that's also what's so addictive is you're making these snap decisions. Yeah, and plays don't take long at all. And then like once you have caught the ball, you can either juke with the B button or just like move and run. Like there aren't that many buttons to press necessarily. Can you even do a run play or is it all you passing? Can. No, you can do a run. Okay. So if you press the B button, <laughs> then you snap and you hand off to your running back and okay. then you can run. Although the, he needs to tweak it a little bit because right now running is, is kind of difficult. And you can like upgrade your running back to have more strength so he can break tackles a little bit. But it's 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 definitely easier to be successful throwing the ball which i guess it, it's the case in most football games. i was just gonna say and hey if, if you're trying to emulate or not emulate but if you're trying to you know have an homage to tech mobile and whatnot i yes. don't know about you but i was definitely passing every it's just more fun yeah unless it's more Barry fun sanders to, or you know one of those dudes yeah that's true walter payton or whatever walter payton yeah any of those I almost, dudes i almost said gary payton i'm <laughs> so, used, so used to the glove and all the basketball talk that's around right, here baby um, but that actually sounds odd. I really like that passing mechanic. Oh, like, yeah. so it's, it's not just like cycling through the receivers. Like no, it is in tech and that's Mobile what's and awesome. Like, that's what feels so good. It feels more like actual football or modern football where you have to like, like I'm not targeting a player when I'm passing the ball. I'm targeting to where the player is going to be. Yeah. You got to lead the receiver. Yes. Yes. And that feels so good. That's got. Yeah. Cause you got to get, you, you got to get into like a rhythm with that and that's yes. got to feel really nice. Yeah. Yes. Like I have to, I have to figure out the gate of the player on that given play, how fast he's running, if he's gonna outrun the defensive back, and then overthrow both of them in a place where that guy can catch it, but the defensive back isn't gonna catch it for an interception. And then no. once you throw the ball, once the ball is in the air, are you able to then switch to the receiver and have no. some control in that regard, or you no. you have to fucking nail that yes. throw? Okay. You switch to the receiver's control as soon as he catches the ball. Okay. okay. If he doesn't catch the ball, it could be an interception or, you know, you know, incomplete pass and, you know, start the next down. 
and then I'm assuming it's all pretty quick, quick and immediate, like right back oh, to yeah. the, you know, immediately play and whatnot. Yeah. Yes. You're immediately, you know, there for second down, third down, whatever else. So I, you know, I think this is basically like an improved tech mobile formula. And I don't say that lightly because I love Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah, I've, I've let you whoop my ass in that game a few times, <laughs> yes. like pure, purely out of just knowing like, OK, I know I don't have a chance, but Randall <laughs> loves this game. And like I want to experience it like through the eyes of someone who loves it, because I I my cousin had I don't remember if it was Tech Mobile or Super Tech Mobile, but yeah. same experience. Like he would just destroy me with every team. Didn't yeah. matter who if I picked the best team and he was the worst, destroy me. Yep. So it's like I just never got I, ne- I never had fun playing those games as a kid, so I don't have the <laughs> nostalgia for them. So I'm like, oh, I, I need to experience it through. Uh, I need to experience it vicariously, I guess. Yes, it is. It I, I think it's worthwhile. I didn't even get into the coin mechanic. You get coins, you get more <laughs> coins if your fans are happy. You get three coins versus two. You can use those coins to update rehab facilities, training facilities, so your coaches and players get better faster, the stadium, so there's more fans. There's fan happiness percentages. You can boost your offensive defense and coordinators morale and level them up too and you have to sign them too with these coins like there's so many systems happening here you can upgrade your salary cap if you get to 100 coins which is really hard to do it takes multiple seasons it's just really good i was just gonna say that sounds so much better on switch too than mobile at least for at least for the way that i play on mobile but it just seems like having to jump through all those menus seems like it would be a lot easier with like buttons to press and and whatnot to just shift through and select things and all that yes i've been uh, so addicted to it it's so yeah That's awesome to hear. How much is it, by the way? Is it like a five, ten dollar? I bought it for three ish bucks, I want to say. And now it's like five bucks, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely might snag that. That sounds pretty fun. And I like it. Like awesome. Whenever you talk about the NBA stuff, like they're part of my brain, like that that ticks some of the boxes in my brain where I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, that does sound pretty fun. And I I see what you're enjoying out of that or what you're getting out of that, or at least why you get addicted to it. Yeah. But this sounds like a version of that that I could maybe get into. Yes, it is. I think so. It just it just like I know it nails all my buttons. So and I'd like to see you play it. And I I know you understand like how football works. So that gives you obviously a leg up and and controlling this and figuring out what to do. But it's it's so much fun. It's so addictive. Yeah, I got to check that out for sure. Oh, it's great. But uh, but yeah, I know we mentioned uh, off the top of the episode or I mentioned uh, that uh, you stopped by uh, the other day, John, to play some video games in particular to play some uh, Pokemon, the new Pokemon Legends Arceus. Is that how you say it? Arceus? <laughs> I said Arceus, but, you know, yeah, I that's have a, no idea. Because a soft C <laughs> makes more sense, I think. But it doesn't it doesn't look like a Pokemon E word to me. Like every time I write it down, yes. I'm like, is that the right name? I don't know if that's right. <laughs> Diamond Pearl um, has some very out of left field names. Like all the legendaries are like Dialga and Palkia, <laughs> which sound don't sound more like they sound like Digimon, even though they don't yeah. have Mon. They even kind of look a little more like Digimon, at least some of the legendary Pokemon that that I'm picturing, at least in Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Um, But uh, but yeah, John came over kind of to talk me out of buying. I wasn't like fully like ready to go buy this game, but I keep like seeing it. And in the discord, Anju keeps popping in and a few people keep saying, oh, yeah, it's really fun. Oh, I like the new mechanics and it's really pretty. It's got like the Breath of the Wild kind of atmosphere and 
and whatnot. Although it's it's not, I don't want to say it just looks exactly like that or anything. It's got its own personality. But yeah, basically, John was like, "Don't buy this game, Kevin. You're not gonna like this game." And <laughs> you and specifically I, I are not was. going to. I <laughs> yeah. personally love this game, but exactly, I, it, wasn't, I it wasn't him trying to tell me that no one likes this game or should like this game. It was just him being like, "Yeah, this is not a Kevin game." If yes, you will. specifically. Um, and, and for the most part, I agree, although I will say I'll, I'll let you take it away here, but I will say pretty much everything I saw, I was like, man, this looks cool. This looks fun. Like I liked what I was seeing, but I also was kind of like, I'm glad I'm not the one playing mm-hmm. <laughs> at the same time or like having to do all this stuff. Yeah. So I've played basically every Pokemon game that's mainline and spin off, like with maybe a few exceptions. Yeah. But I was looking back and I first talked about Pokemon Sword and Shield on episode 32 back in 2019 when that was new. Damn. Whoa. That was the main, like, mainline game that they were really working on that was incorporating these open world sections that they had never done before. And, like, I realized, like, I we you started the podcast probably before Pokemon, or after Pokemon Let's go Eevee and let's go Pikachu came out because those were also games that I really enjoyed. Um, but like, were not necessarily thought of as like, Oh, this is going to be like what the future of Pokemon games are going to be like sword and shield was kind of set up as like, this is our next mainline title. This is the direction we're moving in. I feel like they weren't even marketing it as like the let's go games are just kind of like, this is a thing we're releasing this year because we need Mm -hmm. to release a Pokemon thing, but this is just a remake of the first games with, you know, a bit of the Pokemon go mechanic thrown in. Yeah. That's kind of high. But the real thing's coming later. Don't worry guys. Like that's yeah. kind of the vibes I got, and honestly, I got the like, like a nostalgia and and like a chill, more laid back Pokemon for like for younger kids, even maybe. Yeah, and honestly, like it was really like enjoyable. I, I loved those yeah. that game. Like I, I got Let's Go Eevee and like had a ton of fun. Like it was a honestly one of the more enjoyable versions of Red and Blue, just because it's very difficult to like go back after all the quality of life improvements in the series and play the original game. So I got to boot that up on a game boy. Forget about it. Yeah. (laughs) But like, so let's go was it's very, very much its own thing. It wasn't trying to do like, I don't know. It was redoing some mechanics, but and adding some like, or redoing some old mechanics and adding some new ones. But overall, like it was, it was a one-off and I had really no expectations for Pokemon Legends Arceus because Pokemon fans online are rabid and can never be yes. pleased by anything. So I just Correct. would tune it out for however yeah. many years it was in development or <laughs> anytime there would be a new screenshot and someone would make a like hour long video complaining about trees or water. Like <laughs> I just I, I basically yeah. did not follow this game at all during its development. I think it's a better way to go. Um, and they, it, they did it, keep the, they kept relatively quiet on it for a Pokemon game. I feel like they kind of yeah. they. I feel like they announced it during that Nintendo Direct, and then I, at least I didn't really see much about it until you know gearing up for launch. I feel yeah, but and like, I'm also not super plugged in. I, I was like kind of expecting it to be you know kind of a a janky one off like Coliseum where it has you right. know the yeah. Pokemon things that you enjoy but it does have a bit of its like own just weirdness that's not quite there and I was that's what I was expecting and instead what I got was what I really hope the rest of the Pokemon series is from here on out 
Like, I think I would much rather this be the template for all future Pokemon games. And, like, honestly, like, I, the way that, like, the progression from XY, which I felt was a really solid title, to Sun and Moon, which was doing a lot of, like, different, like, packaging the same type of game, but, like, in a different way. And then Mm -hmm. I felt like that the innovations that they did to, uh, sword and shield like didn't add anything and were kind of a step back for the series even though it was still like the like core gameplay that i love like i still had a ton of fun playing it but i just was like yeah i don't like the stuff that you discarded from sun and moon that you and then that you added in for sword and shield and, and I feel like they were still getting by and like, it's a mainline Pokemon game in HD on yeah, the Switch, yeah. the thing you're excited about. Totally, yeah. totally. It felt that way. And it added a lot of fun stuff to it. Like, I did like the stuff that it added, but it, like, it didn't, I don't know, like, I think X and Y was the last time that like I really enjoyed a mainline Pokemon game. Like, mm. Sun and Moon was fun, and Sword and Shield was fun, but like, honestly, I don't really have memories of those games like i do for yeah. the rest of the series so Not like a good sign <laughs> yeah i i went into legends arceus kind of like thinking this was going to be i don't know just again like a, a one-off or i was like let's see what this is like this seems fun and then there was so much of like pokemon let's go's dna into it that like i was like oh yeah no this is this feels familiar to me and then like it took the sword and shield like overworld areas and implemented like the let's go mechanics and then like also did like the sword and shield like they they've actually changed a ton of just how like battle mechanics work in the game like status effects are like very different now they're all kind of the same except well i mean they're they're just yeah, like there's basically everything is poison now. So like, frozen <laughs> is frostbite. Uh, what calls it? Uh, burn is also or is the same effects. Poison is the same effects. But then like sleep is like paralysis now. It's like they're okay. basically the same thing. And the, like it just says that you got drowsy instead of like you fell asleep. So you can still occasionally act, but like other times okay. you just choose. okay. So like. Stuff that's basically remained unchanged since Red and Blue, like they're yeah. they're f- mixing around with it, and then they have the strong style and agile style moves, which use more PP but change how speed works. Speed is a completely different mechanic. Like you can I now really liked that. Yeah, yeah. like you can uh, now if your Pokemon has a high enough speed, they can pl- take two turns in a row. Ooh, like that's it, a difference maker. It and is the way incredible. they have like the turn meter like yeah. up in the top right, where it's like yep. yeah, I mean a bunch of games do it, but it's like you know just showing you the turn order and it just rapidly which has never happened in the pokemon game because it's always just like whoever is the highest speed moves first in this like single round like right there it was always just a threshold and the way it it would switch on the fly based on like when you would like swap to like oh i might do this more powerful move but Mm -hmm. oh that slows me down i can't remember what was it just a different move or something but yeah like yeah changed oh now i get to do two attacks in a row because that attacks like a quick attack or something yeah an Um, agile attack really cool decrease the amount of time between but it'll reduce the power of the move whereas a strong will increase the time between moves but it will also be more powerful 
but it just adds like that little bit of extra layer of strategy of like, oh, let me get that. I, I can like take I that can take him out in one extra hit. quick yep. shot. Yeah, exactly. Like I what you don't get in the other Pokemon in any Pokemon game. Yeah. There's a lot of talk of like the open worldiness of this particular game. Can you expound on what that means? And is it Breath of the Wild E <laughs> in some degree? So there are the other thing that is difficult about Pokemon Legends Arceus is the fact that like I feel like the space to like legitimate criticism of this game I feel is very difficult to like levy because of how insane some people have been <laughs> about like the like amount of criticism it's gotten and yeah but I, I, maybe that's not been the case like post release I actually haven't really been following to see like if it's this is a well-received game or if it's just like my like group of friends but like there are each area is its own open world arena and they're big they're very big open world arenas but like in order to move from one to the other you have to go back to the first village you cannot just move from one to the other you can't leave until you've talked to the professor like there are oh wow very specific like little dumb nits where i'm like so like why? zones like yeah. a monster hunter zone type of thing going oh, on oh yeah that does yeah. sound kind of monster hunter-esque yeah but like it's it's still like it's not even that big of a like you don't need to like prep as much as you do in like monster hunter where you're yeah. doing one specific hunt so it just becomes kind of a hassle yeah it's like oh you have new pokemon to report why don't you go back to talk to the professor before oh, you leave and i'm like just do ugh, just do this automatically <laughs> like if i'm leaving this area just say yes like, check yeah. everything don't i have cell service can i talk to the professor over a connection yeah, here exactly <laughs> yeah but i but i think what you're I, I don't know if this is maybe some of the stuff you're getting at too john but like i know when we were uh, when you were over and you were playing and we were like we mentioned at one point there was like some I don't know what the Pokemon are called but there was like kind of like a pterodactyl looking Pokemon that was like flapping its wings flying mm. in the background it's like a big giant bird or yeah it was a, yeah. um but it's like it it was like two frames of animation like yes it, it was like oh, really you could shitty. see yeah it was up oh. up like wing middle wing down wing and that was oh, I don't, oh, I don't no. even know if it had middle it might have just been up and down like <laughs> yeah. it was really it was just like a, like a flip book you know and oh. like i walked but, like a step forward and then it suddenly gained 10 frames of animation <laughs> like yeah but it's like that's just stuff that's like to me it's almost just funny to me it yeah. was just like oh there's a funny thing that is funny to look at while i play this game and then like you know whatever who cares like tons of games do that like it's definitely not anything that's worth like griping about and then it feels like when a new pokemon game comes out or really any kind of huge franchise like all the fans are just like jumping down its throat and it's like if you're not if you're game freak is lazy yeah complain about the game don't complain about you know complain about you know i don't know no but there is the a thing that i i haven't talked about is the fact that like there are the transition from open world to battle is seamless and it is so immediate and like that as soon as the battle ends you're right back to where you are the camera just like rotates you're basically in full control of the camera during battles as well and you can run around a little bit so like it there really is kind of the separation between you the trainer and the pokemon that you have with you that's cool that way like really never comes in like yeah there, there's a great moment where uh 
um, my uh, starter Pokemon uses a move that like is it isn't an area of effect. It's not like it's still the same like n- way that you would uh, a move would hit a Pokemon, but like that does the animation has like a little like flame that like circles around uh, him. Then every time if I'm too close to it, my character will fall over because <laughs> it's too close to the move. <laughs> it doesn't awesome. do any damage, but it's just That's this cool, nice though. little thing that was like, oh yeah, these these Pokemon are like in this world with me or I'm in the world with them rather. Yeah. And even, even in the battle sequences, like it's almost, it almost kind of like opens up like an arena, like Okami or like Nino Kuni kind of when you're in like a battle, it's like, Oh, you're in like this little area. But like, even just like you were doing John, like it's cool to like, just run around the area and like get a cool angle of the action. Like almost like you're in control of like a free camera in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's not like a particularly pressing battle, although like that one like boss battle you did was crazy like definitely not like anything in any other pokemon game i've seen you know it almost had like some like near automata vibes <laughs> like you're like dodging yeah. like these like bullet help or voltorb huh. things like it was really cool like they way, do way more actiony and that's way more like the pokemon or new pokemon snap like that that also is kind yeah. of those because it, it, it is a randall it is a you are the trainer you're not really throwing your you're not battling with pokemon but you are throwing ball medicinal balms at these pokemon that are in frenzied mode and you you're basically sprinkling them with holy water but like (laughs) you as a character in the fiction like if you get hit by pokemon attacks like basically three times like you black out and like you just lose which is part of the game but sure it, it does make it kind of irritating in boss battles when it's like the Voltorb one like there was just like electrical attacks that were chase homing me everywhere and, like the entire time like they wouldn't dissipate they would home oh, until geez. they hit me so, so I just yeah, had to hell for sure then yeah much. I just had to keep dodging until like I could hit like throw one balm and then just keep dodging and it was it took so long oh god after you balm that dude can you catch him at least uh, no, but you battle him and that makes him more susceptible to bombs. Uh, so <laughs> it's, <laughs> they're, they're fun. The, up until that one, I think I was having like legitimate fun throughout all of them. That was the first one that was difficult. And, and that was later in the game, right? To oh be yeah. Fair. That was like the second to last area. Oh, yeah, wow. I remember you, I remember you saying like, oh, this is close to the end of the game or something. I was like, oh dang, really nice. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize you had played that much, but I thought, I thought that that was just a cool, like, again, especially being like kind of unplugged from the Pokemon scene, you know, other than just kind of being generally aware. It's like, oh man, this is like something totally fresh. Not to mention that like it's set in like the feudal Japan ish yeah. times. Nice. I don't know if it's, it's obviously not in Japan, but like, um, I don't know, like it, like Voltorb region. or whatever is like made out of wood or like instead of like, I don't yes. know, just like oh, Voltorb, little... a wooden Voltorb is one of the best things because it's, <laughs> carved, it's beautiful. And the Pokedex is like an actual like kind of like almost Notebook. like a like yeah. a scrapbook kind of it feels like a really hefty like uh like I don't know, like the exact uh, even opposite the way you of like change what... like the Pokedex, like you have these little th- like it doesn't give you an entry when you catch them. You have to like do these little like. 10 points of research on them so like you if you catch one that might be boosted and you get like two research points for each one you catch or like okay if you see it use this move so you don't even if you can only manage to catch one you can use it in battle a lot and that'll fill out its pokedex or like there's right. always these or if you don't want to ever use it you can just 
catch a bunch and then release them all. Like, so there's so many different ways to just fill out your Pokedex. And it's, ugh. That's cool. This is such a good game. Yeah. In in the sections that look kind of Breath of the Wildy, like the open world kind of where you're just like roaming around and there's like Pokemon just roaming around in the grasslands and whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. it just looked cool where you're just like, aiming kind of like almost like randall was talking about like leading the receivers in a retro bowl you're like running <laughs> around with pokeballs and like but it's cool like instead of like in the game like you're in a battle with a pokemon or whatever and it's just you know you're like in a single turn-based screen and you watch the pokemon like jiggle left and right and or mm-hmm. the pokeball or whatever like this you like you throw one you hit it and you can just run and start yep. moving on to the next one and then all of a sudden oh yeah i caught that pokemon or oh shit you hear the little sound effect oh man i didn't catch that one let me go back and get that sucker yeah like i don't know it's just so cool like it's, that's cool it, it really really did feel the most like the most lively Pokemon game if that mm-hmm. makes sense like the world really did feel alive and that's always what I even if it is like yeah, games. yeah that's always yeah. been the dream of Pokemon games I feel like right right you know? that's well that was certainly the dream of like Coliseum and stuff like that you know it's yeah. like oh yeah like go on like a Pokemon adventure you know yeah. this, like, this kind of seems like they they sort of figured it out so it sounds like especially if you're a fan of pokemon already but it's eh, now that we're talking about it again i'm back on the other stop. side of the coin know, john right? i'm like should i get not, this game or stop it <laughs> i need to john literally lives across the street from me so i literally i need to just borrow it yeah <laughs> is what needs to happen here. yeah borrow it for a weekend and then get so mad because i didn't show you any of the parts where you're talking to npcs <laughs> you, you didn't show me you didn't show me the three-hour tutorial yeah no um <laughs> but no yeah there's like some weird stuff too like the professor like that weird like hat that they wear is just no so idea. bizarre it's, like this weird some, like winter beanie some choices were made in this game. yeah <laughs> where it's just like they're like nope this is what this character looks like oh it doesn't really fit in the world too bad oh my gosh <laughs> it's pretty funny but it's cool it's it's a really cool game from what i saw like I, i'm really glad i got to experience it through that and for what it's worth we actually did a stream of it when john yeah. came over i think i mentioned that earlier but i'll try to put the audio is not the best i didn't have the mic set up in the best spot but you can still hear it and everything if you want to you know see see a little bit of it in action i'll put a link of it uh in the episode description here nice but uh, I don't know. Any more Pokemon thoughts, guys, before we uh, wrap it up for the evening? Uh, nope. Nice. Well, uh, yeah, on that note, I guess we can wrap it up and wrap up the video games talk. And as always, uh, you can find us on the Internet at PursuingPixels.com. We're pretty much everywhere. I know I'm going to stop saying at the end of the episodes that we're not streaming much anymore because pre- <laughs> I've been doing that like almost every day. These I feel days. like you've been you've now moved on to saying I'm not going to say that we're not <laughs> So now we've gotten well, into this address, full now it's, meta. Now it needs to be addressed. Just don't now address it. it. Don't bring it up. Don't <laughs> I know, let I it be. Stream my mouth shut. If yes. you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. <laughs> That's at all. exactly but, right. Um, but yeah, we're on the internet. We're uh, we're everywhere. So yeah. yeah. Uh, until next week, we will uh, catch you <laughs> then. <laughs> Keep it. Bye bye. Keep it. <laughs>